Welcome to Two Hypnotherapists Talking with me, Denise Billen Mejia in Delaware, USA. And me, Martin Ferber in Preston, UK. This weekly podcast is for anyone and everyone who would like to know more about the fascinating subject of hypnosis and the benefits it offers. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and psychotherapist. I'm a retired medical doctor turned consulting hypnotist. We are two hypnotherapists talking. So let's get on with the episode. And this week we are accompanied by Joe Blackburn, who's going to tell us about some of her work in hypnotherapy as well. Hi, Joe. Hello. Hello. Lovely to meet you both. So I'm Joe, or my business name is Josephine Blackburn. I'm based in um, Northamptonshire in a little village called Great Addington. So, yeah, in East Northants. Thank you, you work, for asking me along. Do you work primarily locally or, or do you work online like so many of us do now? Uh, both. I do have a lot of clients who prefer to come to me, so they are mm-hmm. quite local, although anywhere from, I suppose, up from a, an hour, half an hour's journey to get here. So Northampton area around, you know, a, a big circle around me. Um, if mm-hmm. they're prepared to travel, then they'll come. If not, we can do it over Zoom, which... Okay works just as well i think the pandemic taught us that didn't it it does it, does, it definitely <laughs> works as well i mean there's some people that just prefer and of course if they have some medical issue that you might need to pay attention to them then mm. really only can do it online uh, in person but yeah that's great great yeah. and and you've been established for about three or four years now yes yeah since 2019 so yes mm-hmm. did yeah. it did it did you get enough business information? Most of the people who are listening are are hypnotherapists themselves. I think people are curious. How long did it take you to build a, a client base? How how well, did you first go about it? Okay, well, well, my other career is a beauty and holistic therapist, so I'd got a quite a big client base anyway Mm -hmm. and so certainly for doing my case studies for the training it was easy because I've just asked all my clients yeah would you Mm -hmm. like some hypnotherapy well I picked you know chose the ones that I thought would benefit from the hypnotherapy Mm -hmm. Um, and then it kind of went on from there and then talking to the clients and they knew that I'd qualified in it so then they they became hypnotherapy clients as well as the beauty clients and then word got out and yes kind of spread it's taken a while to grow and of course with the pandemic in the middle of it it's um it was only on zoom that we we could do it then so but yeah yes it gave gave us rather more experience online than we expected to get at first yes yeah I, i think it sort of fast forwarded the profession about five years very quickly Definitely. Um, you know, online, with, the, yeah. with the enforced use of zoom yeah, yeah. and so being able to go to so many conferences that before you would you know you want to go to las vegas so you have to choose between the big las vegas one and the big florida ones two months later and then the british ones you can go to as many as you can afford and yeah. and they're cheaper and it actual costs to putting them on because we can use uh automation and things See, I'm losing mm. words again. I am. I am overtired. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was such yeah. a great conference. Yeah, you've just done a three days of presenting at a conference. No, I didn't <laughs> present for three days. Yeah, I listened for <laughs> I listened for most yeah. of it. I presented for a little time. 
So Joe, what were you, what uh, aspect of hypnotherapy would you most like to discuss right now? It can be absolutely anything. <laughs> um, well, it's just the way that how do you two work, you know, in your in your practices? Because I've kind of gone on to a slight niche way of working for myself, but obviously I still do the solution focused model mm -hmm. as well and and still do that with clients if it's appropriate so it's adjusting to your clients isn't That's it a, you don't you don't just use solution focused you you've added other modalities or yeah you're a holistic yeah um, sorry well, you, were you a coach no i was a um, beauty therapist so i do massage facials oh, okay manicures pedicures that sort of thing as well so i still do that and mm -hmm. you know which is why I've got a lot of certificates up here. They're <laughs> not all the hypnotherapy, but um, yeah. So this is my therapy room. I do all my beauty and yeah. therapy. Um, mm. When I was in training, and I'm not solution focused, although I think solutions are a good idea to go for. Um, the uh, a lot of a lot of people were coming from hairdressing, massage therapy, those kinds of things, and they were incorporating it. So they were using massage and hypnosis at the same time because okay. touch of course is okay you can you have you ever you ever rubbed a baby's back and let them go to sleep i mean this is this is the same kind of uh, kind of uh, problem see i can't talk today it's a bad day for me <laughs> <laughs> need a nap. but so so you you you're blending those things in order yes. to produce whatever's needed for that particular client um, more the different techniques because through lockdown as well uh, and the, as you said about the conferences being easy to access so have the CPDs been easy to access online so I have done quite a lot and I, I did an NLP one mm -hmm. and learned some more techniques and so this program has been devised by well, he's an NLP practitioner as well as a solution-focused hypnotherapist, and mm -hmm. he's devised this mind reboot, and it's a quick way, like six, six to seven sessions, and it, you know, it works because you've got lots of different avenues to to work from. So you've got the NLP techniques, you've got the solution-focused brief. Um, so yeah. So you've got the hypnosis part of it as well. So yes, it's a good good technique to to clear all those things that are stuck in our bucket, as you, we mm -hmm. say. So yes. Yes, we've got, I'm interested to hear more about this, Joe, because obviously you and I both trained with the same model, solution focused, and mm -hmm. uh, sessions follow a fairly rigid routine don't they in terms of starting off with the what's been good some brain revision scaling miracle question and then the trans part of it is there an additional phase with this mind reboot program yes i mean we still do ask what's been better what's been good this week so it's definitely focusing on that positive mm. um but it's also Although we were told not to dwell on the past, not to go into the past, it's it is important. I feel certainly from a beauty therapist point of view, and I had hypnotherapy myself, and I think it is important to know a little bit of background of why they've come through the door. If they don't want to tell you mm. everything, they don't have to tell you everything. But 
I think it's important to get that little bit of information. And then it's working on those things that are stuck in their bucket that actually are holding them back mm. and constantly hold them back. So it's a way of, you know, clearing those past traumas, traumatic experiences, high emotional experiences, and being able to free those up so that actually mm. you're thinking differently. You can, you know, see that actually that doesn't need to have such a hold on you on your life mm. because quite often things are misunderstandings. It's not actually the way that you perceived it to be because as we that's, know that's brain... always whenever we're working with memory what you remember is probably not what happened exactly yeah, yeah. it's your mm. interpretation of it and it's your interpretation at the time that you're thinking about it because absolutely how, you know if you, if you look at a memory and then you go back and look at it again it's quite different it is mm. yeah well, we, we do say don't we, every time you sort of bring a memory back you twiddle it just a little bit more yeah right, and pop it back yeah yeah yeah, it's fascinating. Yes. So, so you, you're still following though a, a set. This reboot is is a program. Do you do it as a group program or as an individual? It's individual. Okay. Yeah. So individual. the only ones I have, yeah, this is this is this week. This is next week. This is this week. This is my group programs because obviously, they'd all be at different places and it would be yeah. very complicated. But yeah. um, the the training that I got was was not solution focused. Not that they weren't looking for solutions. Um, or that the, the, what the client wanted is definitely where we're going. But um, the most rigid they were, I do hope nobody from the school's watching, um, the most rigid <laughs> they were, that the, it was really important to have an arm elevation. It was the, the main convincer that was used um, in, in, the, in, in the, the standard induction process. And I threw that out the window almost right away because it's difficult to do online and most of us were then working online in in 2019 even and um it, it was okay but it, it interfered because i had to keep saying could you move your camera a little bit so i can see what you're doing yes <laughs> so i would do maybe some sort of movement in the elbow but i couldn't tell what they were. anyway um but my my program encouraged a, a more um i won't say not client-centered because you guys obviously are client-centered but it, it was whatever you did was what, other than the fact that you would in, induct them you would do whatever you were doing you bring them out you put them back in so you've got a post-hypnotic suggestion um that 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 was you know the basic uh mm. program we were we were very open about what we were actually doing with the client yeah so when when you were um in training both of you did you have so hypnosis versions did you have people coming to the school did you have people who had no idea about hypnosis or were you practicing on each other mostly no no we, we had to recruit our own clients mm -hmm. um but, but it was a set thing by i think it was month four um you had to recruit clients but for free of charge so there wasn't mm -hmm. really a great deal of difficulty encouraging them uh, especially as at the time online everybody was in lockdown they were stuck on facebook yeah. and something to do <laughs> yeah something to do yeah um so we had to recruit our own clients and then the last two months before you graduate you start charging half price mm -hmm. um but the, the main ones are at the beginning when you have to recruit them um for mm -hmm. free hypnotherapy 
because I, I was online. Were you, were you mainly online for your tutoring job? Oh, no, you qualified before, no. didn't you? No, yes, I was in Peterborough. So I went to, to Peterborough for every session and, yeah, it's all done face to face. Mm. Yeah. Oh, great stuff. So this um this mind reboot program, I I've 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 read up you see all the information on your website, which of course we will include in the show notes. Yeah. And to me, as somebody who's very familiar with solution focused hypnotherapy, I'm quite intrigued by it to, to find out what the extra things are. Like you say, so you do look perhaps at the origins of some problems or you, you do discuss that with the clients, you is, is that just to sort of like offer them reassurance say yes okay that happened but don't worry we're going to look forward or yeah to, well to a certain extent but we don't need to know what the client's looking at we don't need mm. to know the detail of what they're seeing um some people do like to tell you anyway you know that's just human nature some people just mm. want to share everything and i don't stop anyone if they do um mm. then i will say you know you don't need to be disclosing any of what you're seeing what you're re you know what you're reliving really um it, they can just keep that in their mind so it, it's it's a safe way of addressing those things and and I, mm. it's, so we do the basic um consultation that's we were taught in the class um mm. but i've added other little bits that i feel is relevant mm. as well um but well, yeah. absolutely we take with the reports that you tailor to each individual client anyway i mean that's, yes. that's you know mm -hmm. the nature of it isn't it yeah. well i mean th this was always one of my bones of contention when i was training denise you might find this amusing um Yes, I absolutely agree with the thing about the presenting issues aren't that important. It's focusing on the solutions. But and it, a very, very important thing for people is to feel understood and to feel heard. And the way we were taught in, in college was almost dismissive of the presenting issues. And I never agreed with that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if people wish to discuss things, yes, OK, don't let them dwell on it. Then but right. I don't make need sure to hear that they understood. Times, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 but make sure that the client knows that they are heard and they are understood and then we get them. That's, yes. you know, that, that's always my thing. And I, ne I never discourage anybody in, in the way that we were taught to. Um, yeah. Because, you know, once once they do feel understood, it is easier than I feel for them to focus on right. the future and on the solutions. Yeah. Speaking of the wanting to be heard, one of the presenters was talking about childbirth at the conference. Actually, several people were, but the one I was in, was and um her second this i think the second point she made was if the client wants to call it pain call it pain i'm paraphrasing mm. because it sounds dismissive a woman who is has not had is 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 in labor has not had hypnosis training and you're trying to help her in the moment and she is in pain if a person's got bone cancer it's pain we're going to mm. make it just merely uncomfortable, but you know, it's if, if you if you you dishonouring their experience. Yeah, you're trivialising it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're trivialising it. Yeah, or or at least that is how that's what they perceive, and yeah. what they perceive, yeah. obviously, their perception is the entire point of the exercise. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. yeah. So, yeah. Joe, do you find then this mind re reboot program? Because I'm I'm fascinated with it. Is it 
would it be fair to say that it actually really helps change those limiting beliefs in the sense of altering the default position that you always go back to? Mm. Um, I like to use weight loss as an example. So many clients I see over weight loss, their default position always is, well, I'm going to be fat forever. You know, they've mm -hmm. got that in their head. That's the thing that they always, they seem to be directed back to. I'm going to be overweight. I'm going to be out of shape. I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you find the Reboot program offers more help? Yes. Deal with issues like that. Perhaps with yeah. a client who's, who's sticking in their old way sort of thing. Yes, yeah. Cause, in well, in ways that's, that the standard solution focus wasn't addressing? Does, is this a missing piece of what you're doing? What what do you think makes it uh, a better option than the standard therapy that you were able to offer before you took okay. the course? So with the the standard sort of solution focused hypnotherapy, we don't talk about the problem. We don't sort of readdress the problem. So for myself, for, I, I may as well talk about personal experience so I had hypnotherapy um I had various counseling sessions etc over the time and I had hypnotherapy the solution focused hypnotherapy same training as we did and it worked very well it got me out of the place that I was in it made me you know enjoy my daughter which is one of the things I have postnatal depression and yeah it really did affect me so I could you know get on with my life and I felt in a good place and then when I did the training again I felt a much better much stronger person but then actually doing this mind reboot and I experienced the mind reboot myself um, I went through the program thinking, well, I'm I'm OK. I feel really good. I feel positive about everything. And I haven't got things that are holding me back. But but actually, when I, I looked into it and I thought, well, yeah, there are those limiting beliefs that I still have because mm. those things are still there in the bucket that I haven't actually dealt with. I've mm. kind of managed the bucket and brushed over them to a certain extent, but I hadn't really the counseling hadn't addressed it fully and the hypnotherapy hadn't addressed it fully so they are still those little things that give us that limiting belief and that i'm not good enough or you know th things that have you know hold mm. back so by going through the mind reboot it was emotional because things came into my mind that actually i was thinking yeah i do need to address this um, I certainly didn't disclose what I was looking at or what I was seeing with James. He hasn't got a clue what I was, you know, imagining <laughs> going through. But all those things, all those traumatic experiences that were traumatic to me, you know, to other mm. people, they might not be traumatic, but to me, they were. They were high emotional states. And so by doing the rewind, getting rewind the trauma, accepting that trauma. And then looking at the five negative states, you know, again, you're kind of dipping into the same same memories that you have, but you're looking at it in different ways. From remember, remember, most people aren't solution focused. So explain what you mean by those five. 
Okay, so, well, five negative emotions that we deal with, are anger, sadness, fear, hurt, and guilt. Mm-hmm. So those negative templates that we, if you think of when you're a child and you perhaps you're caught up in an argument, you know, your parents are arguing, they, they're ignoring what you're saying and because they're bothered about what's going on with them. So you, you kind of feel that rejection and you feel a bit sad because you've, you know, they're not listening to you. Mm-hmm. So then you you can get that template built into you from, you know, as things that have happened. So it's just readdressing going into those memories that your your brain will just come up with. You'll suddenly remember situations. As we said earlier, it's either exactly what it was or it's a slightly twisted sort of imagination over time thinking these Mm. things. But actually by going into it, you get that learning from it and think actually, no, it wasn't my fault. I don't need to have felt that, feel that way in the moment. And and some of us, what do you mean? I was six. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's a way of reprogramming our our way of behaving so that we don't have to still revert back to that same way that we were when we were, you know, ingrained into us at six years old or whatever. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So you, you, you're, desensitizing and removing that particular emotion from the memory and attaching a different kind of emotion to the memory yeah Yeah. would that sum it up yeah yeah it is yes yeah because you're learning about it so Mm. so yes you're you're getting that learning that understanding from those memories that have haunted you over the time you know they keep cropping Mm. up they keep being part of you but actually they don't need to be part of you anymore yeah Mm. Yeah, I mean, because that's, that's what we're taught, isn't it? That when when our stress bucket is full or getting fuller, the old negative thought systems uh, come in, the inner narrative changes. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm, I don't wish to be, seem rude or... or um, see, I can't find any words today. This is terrible. Somebody hypnotised me. Bring my brain back. Um, <laughs> I was trained without necessarily any particular structure. We were told um we were we were encouraged to have programs because you know this constant marketing to bring in new people through the door is exhausting um and there are so many things that people could work on so once somebody's worked on one thing they often want to oh would you do this and oh can we do that yeah so you say but they're not necessarily a program okay but things that i think of as usually quick fixes it's either going to work or it's not things like phobia yeah do you do you modify your programs for people that you know if they come to you and the is your are the ways that your programs are written or or structured sufficient to get to the root of the problem early and get rid of it if it's an isolated thing like i hate spiders or or, you know those kinds of very discreet things Hmm. do you find that do you get frustrated having to follow a particular set before you get to the answer or or does your program permit you to um oh you're an independent being do what you want but do you feel comfortable (laughs) modifying your programs to address something and have it fixed for the client and then say give me a call if you ever need me again or is it is it sort of oh yes we'll deal with that and we will also deal with this too so you you have them come for 
and, yeah. and then get a perm at the end of it or whatever you know however else they're connected to you you have you have <laughs> other options in your bow than martin and i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean fe fears and phobias joe do you still follow the four session pattern for that i or? do yeah 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 so if somebody comes specifically for the fear mm -hmm. the phobia then yes i will follow that the pattern of the the cpht training so mm. yeah but if i'm talking to them in the the initial consultation and certain things crop up in that then i might say to them well actually i think you know it might be worth addressing the mind going down perhaps the mind reboot or having a couple of extra sessions because if somebody's really anxious then yeah i think adding another session in for solution focused way just to bring their anxiety down mm. is mm -hmm. more beneficial so i i i listen i i go with my individual clients but yeah the fears and phobias it's definitely what we learned at mm. yeah no I'm, I'm just thinking about for example um uh, it, well it's semi-hypothetical so say for example a woman came to you and said i have got this terrible fear of spiders but it stemmed from when my brother shoved one down my blouse when I was six years old. Mm -hmm. Would you suggest that that would be done differently from the normal thing of I've just got a general fear of spiders? No, or... I'd still just probably do the yeah. spiders, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah. um, yeah, I, I, um, I, I tend to stick to the four session thing for phobias as well because it works, it's proven and it works. Yeah. It's a good system. Yeah. Um, and I've never had one come back to me after a period of time saying the phobia's come back. No, I, the thing. And, and until the the client we know is Bridge Man, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I had assumed it would take. I usually tell people take two or three sessions before you know. Don't don't decide it isn't working until we've had at least this amount of time. And I had a guy, and I saw it happen that you you literally saw him relax halfway through the first mm. session. It was gone. Two days later. He texted me after, so not during driving over, but after he drove over a bridge. And, and he, he texted me and said, my wife says I was looking at the scenery. So mm. it, it um, and that didn't come back. And I, I, he then, we had the second session because it's built into the program. And he said, it's it's great. I don't, you know, I said, well, it, it was, I guaranteed we would take care of it. So come back anytime it does, but you can listen to the audios periodically drive over mm. a few bridges, remind yourself that you can. <laughs> and, um, where we live, it's really hard to go anywhere very far without crossing a bridge. And right. it was all, the, the, the longer bridges, obviously, with the bigger issues. And in this country, we can have quite a few rather long bridges. Yeah. Um, but, and then he chose to become a weight management client. And he was so happy about how it had worked for the first time that he was the perfect client. So he, he did really, really well. He bailed before the end of the program on that too. So because he he didn't need it, and I don't want to hang on to people if they don't know. It's like, oh, just give me a call now and again. You know, we'll go for coffee or something because I sort of miss them. You know, seeing people for a few weeks. Um, but I I feel I would feel very uh, restricted. I think if I if I had been trained in that kind of a program where you have to that you have that you're you're free to kept this out if you're uncomfortable with it Martin. I feel it is no, no, we, we, we I think it's somewhat restrictive mm. yeah no we can oh, you are okay. if we wish to okay. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the four-session thing for phobias, for example, the first session is just the IC, so you could do that over the phone anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the second session, you could actually skip or incorporate it into the first session because that's just the general relaxation thing. Yeah. Okay. The, okay. So it may just be it, then that you split out what I would perhaps yeah, do in one. What, what we do yeah. in the third session is basically a rewind, which, okay, so that needs doing. And then the mm-hmm. fourth session is a reframe of their phobia in a new situation. And um, just to give mm-hmm. them that extra reassurance, basically the phobia is gone as soon as you've done the rewind. It's gone yeah. after session mm-hmm. three which could be cut down to session two if you wanted to, really. Um, but the, the phobia's gone after the rewind. All the fourth session does is reinforce how they are going to be without this phobia. Right. Just some positive yeah. future rehearsal for it, basically. Right, yes. That's, yeah. that, 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 that's my description of it. Do you agree with that, Joe? Yes, yeah, definitely. I, I class it as three sessions. So, mm. because I don't count the initial consultation, particularly as a session. Okay, so I'd so, say okay. it's just three sessions for that so yes but yes yeah right you're saying interesting is that how many different flavors of hypnotherapy they can Mm. be (laughs) yes yeah and actually because we are all individual Mm -hmm. it's important to to look at the client and find what works for you as well isn't it Mm. so it's getting that balance for, for well the best for your client who's presenting in front of you well, that's it. I mean, everything is about, everything's client-focused at the end of the day. Um, I, I, I do think, though, some clients just expect hypnotherapy to be a one-session quick fix thing because of what they see on television with a swinging watch and, a, you know, a man's cured of a phobia in 30 seconds and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it is important oh, I, I, to I, I, do not, I do not lead with that. I tell no. people, it, I don't know how long this will take, but, mm. yeah. Um. But I think there is an expectation of a quick fix. And yet with smoking, that is one session. Um, yeah. You know, and that's, and, and that's yet, two and a half hours, though. Around yeah. where I used to live, which isn't very far from where I'm living now, but it's a different state. I knew there were several hypnotists. Um, most of them were psychologists who practice hypnosis as well. And all of their weight clients, they went for a single session. No audio. Nothing that was it. Okay, you fix, go. I didn't know. I didn't know of the people who went to them. Anybody that had success with that method, I'll point out, mm. even initially, you know, it wasn't even like I didn't eat much for a couple of days. I I didn't hear any positive, and this was more than it wasn't just like one bad apple hypnotist. That seemed to be the standard. Come to me, I will tell you not to eat, and then you can go away and not eat. <laughs> seemed to be the answer. Um, and and the, those are the clients I tell you. Well, you want to lose ten pounds? Fine, it may not. You know, you'll, you'll be on your path fairly soon. Staying on the path, mm. but we need to, need to touch base with people. And um, usually, I tell people that needs twelve a twelve over a twelve week six sessions over a twelve yeah. week period. Yeah, yeah. I mean, weight weight loss, weight management. I do it over six sessions. That's my mm-hmm. sort of my my solution focus plus program that I devised because I do include some direct suggestion in the work I do, Joe. Right. Um, with, with with the weight loss, but I'm I'm speaking from a position of experience, as you know. Yeah. My weight loss. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah, so I, I do incorporate direct suggestion in with it, and it works. So you know, so yeah. that, mm-hmm. that's you know, at the end of the day, that's what it is. But yeah. I concentrate mainly on serial yo-yo dieters, the people that have been either mostly gaining weight all their lives or mostly losing weight 
Okay. Mm -hmm. that, that's serial yo-yo dieters. They rarely stay at the same weight for very long. Mm, yeah. Yeah, interesting. So you've devised your own program as such to, to help. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's six sessions, but the language patterns change each time and the um, backup materials in the evening, because that's always the killer time for most people, is that evening right. snacking thing. Yeah. That that that's when they get the backup recordings for in the evenings as well, right? Because um, that gets them through that period. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you do a lot of yeah. weight management in your programs? It, for me, no, mm -hmm. I'm not many. No, I have done. Um, I did do six session uh, group weight management which mm -hmm. yeah we had quite a few people that joined that that was over zoom it was me and another hypnotherapist who I'd trained with she's local to me mm -hmm. uh, so yeah we we devised these six sessions probably not in the same way that you've just described Martin it was more it was based on a CPD we did together mm. and, and then thought oh yeah we'll we'll do that and yeah feedback was good but it was a struggle to get people to come to it. Again, I don't know whether it was the word hypnotherapy that put people mm. on. It, it is. I mean, that, that's the whole... Sorry, Denise, go on, you carry on. No, I was going to say, I, I, actually, I, I haven't done a lot of marketing to acquire those kind of the groups. It's It's been mostly, um, I'll see somebody for pain and they really enjoy the process, but they don't really see me for that anymore. They know they can come back if they need to, but they kind of... They, Oh, we could do this and we could do that. And, and to make it more cost conscious for them, um, group program, which, you know, they already know how to hypnotize themselves. So when I give them an audio, they're already going to go into, they don't need that same one-to-one. -one. They need to be able to touch base with a person about the issue mm. and obviously ask any specific questions they have of me, but they don't, I don't need to be in the room with them for 50 minutes. No. Um, mm. So that that kind of group work i'm i'm interested i'm interested in building more of that looking at the well that timing. flew by yeah that it did. flew by yeah. <laughs> well nice to meet you joe <laughs> so joe joe if any of our viewers or listeners want to get in touch with you your website and contact details will be in the show notes thank you for joining us today joe it's been a pleasure having you on yeah, it's been lovely Thank chatting you. to you both. Thank you very much for inviting Bye. me. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please remember, this podcast is designed to give you an insight into therapeutic hypnosis and is for educational purposes only. So remember, consult with your own healthcare professional if you think something you've heard may apply to you or a loved one. If you found this episode useful, you can apply for free continuing professional development or CME credit using the link provided in the show notes. Feel free to contact either of us through the links in the show notes. Join us again next week.